I just think it's amazing for people like that for me was the first play on the way to the center of the thing that was because I do believe in the one wouldn't really fall in sync with like a Christian God or um, Muslim. I, I believe that everything branches from the one. I do not believe in some dude in a, in a robe on a throne judging every little thing that we do, watching every little thing that we do. I just think that it's pretty much the soul's desire to continue reaching on for enlightenment, trying to perfect ourselves so we can once again join with the one. James, what about yourself? Um, well, I, I think, it's, I think you know, it's, a, it's a great summary of, of things, but um, I wouldn't personally claim to believe in uh, God or, you know, any sort of particular religion. I mean, I, I'm very much one of these people where I think that what you see is what you get about life, so um, that's pretty much my point of view, and it's... Uh, I wish there was more, but I, I just don't see it. Yeah, you know, and that's part of uh, the fun of it, too, is finding out what that truth is. Um, whether it's you know, divine looking over our lives, or like James said, whether it's what you see is what you get. Um, it also, at least for myself, it means that uh, I'm not stuck on any one thing. So if I get new information, it doesn't cause a crisis of faith. It just, sort of like a scientist working on a theory, is when you get new information, the theory changes rather than the belief. Yeah, I think, I think really... Um Obviously, nobody really knows, of course, but um, my suspicion is that there is something very complex going on, but it's not going to be something that's been communicated to people in terms of a religion that people follow and, um, you know, there are rules and, and, and books and things. I think, I think we will get the sense of there's something very complicated going on in the world, and we just don't quite grasp it all the time. And... That's pretty much as far as you'll probably get in your entire life. Well, my experience with God is very interesting because I was raised Catholic. So 
there's a lot of underlying childhood shame attached with being not good enough to be one with God. And that idea of not being able to connect individually, that you have to connect through some other person or other means, which didn't really settle well with me even at a young age. And so my search for finding out um, what God is in my life and finding what the truth is, is so individual. And my my conclusion has come to that God is something that is love. That's my, my personal best definition, is that God is love, and love is inside of us and outside of us. It is greater than us and a great part of each and every person. So it's been interesting because coming from the background where I think religion has jaded relationship to a higher power that it took a lot of research to, to come to that conclusion. And that included studying a number of different religions through the years and looking at their doctrines and what they all teach. And certainly religion um, has its place in community and creating community. And, but each uh, religion showed to me, and you can trace this back as far back as the Egyptians, they all stem from the same teachings. It all stems from the same place. So um, for me, I think God and religion are separate, although uh, some people find that they find solace in, in, into God through that sense of community, which is what religion is. Would you describe your view on God as something that has been a progression, or has it always been in your life? My belief in God has always been there. I guess I should first of all say that my father was the deacon of a Pentecostal church. Our lives were church. It, it's uh, really one of the most dogmatic sects of uh, Christianity that I've come across. I became extremely fixated on the mythology and the cultures of uh, several different ancient civilizations. And I started drawing connections from how one religion borrows from the one before it. And it's all been a morphism of the religion, the main religion that came before, and stories and myths that came before that. So I guess once I finally convinced myself that I really did not believe in hell, and I didn't believe in all the dogma that had been shoved down my throat my entire life. I branched out into paganism. I did not find that to be, you know, exactly along my belief structure. And I moved more into, like, Eastern religion, and that's kind of where I'm at now. I wouldn't say that I fall into one group of uh, believers of anything. It's very much like, I believe it was Mark said, you know, it's kind of a scientific exploration, and my belief in something beyond me, something that created me, is not going to be shaken by new information that I come across, and uh, anything that challenges what I believe now, and in fact I first for that, and I'm continually trying to figure out exactly what would make the most sense to me, because uh, the bottom line is, is that I believe you know, where we should be spiritually, that is just innately within us. I believe that 
we have something within us that guides us into the right path for us. And I do not believe that there's just one right path. Would you say that, that it has been a process? Absolutely, it's been a process. You're so often told what you can and cannot do and what you should and should not believe, that it is a process, and it's a very personal journey for every individual. As it should be. Exactly, and I and I, I think that's the greater challenge of, of religion is that often... Um, in my experiences, even recently, there is so much judgment involved. Rather than an acceptance of somebody's journey, there's there's a lot of condemnation of that the journey and what that takes. And to me, that's very challenging. I think that even in, in uh, Catholicism and in Christianity, there is a real call to have a personal relationship with divinity, with the is. And... Uh, it's it's not about necessarily following the specific dogma as finding that that place inside yourself where you actually do connect, you know, through meditation, through prayer. I mean, for me, uh, you know, I, I've my, my journey has been a long road, um, and there are parts of me that that honor all of those traditions uh, for what they are, which are traditions of connecting to the divine. Um, and there have been specific masters who are way further down the road than than the majority of people and what they practice is always a perfect sense of love for everyone and for god there is a god and it's not about following specific uh, a, a specific doctrine as much as it is honoring the truth um, of having that personal relationship with with divinity with whatever that means to you um and recognizing that that you're not it you know, you're part of it as we all are. And there are people that have been pointing the way for a long time that say, be kind, be kind, be kind, love your neighbor as thyself, you know. And I think that those, those tenets are things that I can really believe in because they include everyone. Exactly. It includes, it includes it's, it's not an exclusive club. It's anybody that, that, that believes and practices that is welcome to be here, you know, and, I think there's enough exclusionary and enough smiting that's gone on in the world in the name of God that what we really need is, you know, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, that's my two cents on it. In stillness I find form. I know surrender and truth that sings in silence. I sit under the tall cedar and cypress in union with my brothers, sharing the song of wind and leaf. Including my hand plays an offering song at the altar of our mother. Inside myself, I honor the beauty of our ancestors. I listen and understand the cry of the and falling to know him in his solitude. I know the mournful wail of the wolf and the innocent grace of fawn. In them I am everything, connected to nothing. My life is yielded to complete surrender to the unmanifest. We are always all in silence. Instruments in the hand of the Called Krishna, called Yahweh, called Vishnu, called Abraham, called Elohim, called Great Spirit, called Allah, called Yahshua. Called Rama, called Shiva, Shakti. Christ, Om, the Way. Called Sun and Moon and Stars, Earth and Rain, 10,000 names, Infinite One. 
unnameable, formless, and unchangeable. I am nothing in that. My name, if even remembered, is irrelevant. All creativity is divinely inspired. All I ask is to be service. An instrument, a conscious offering, honest, open, loving, truthful. Here, 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 here. Sharing the cosmic dance. It's interesting, one thing that seems to come up quite a bit uh, whenever this particular conversation is going on is judgment. Those of us who have found a spiritual home anywhere um, outside of religion, we tend to think of, uh, in particular, Christianity as having a lot of judgment, whereas our spiritual homes don't have that. Having lived in Pennsylvania, which is still a large part of the Bible Belt, the perspective that quote-unquote Christians had back there, if you think something other than Christianity, they're still going to try to understand it from the viewpoint of Christianity. I think that what some Christians would, would end up thinking is, rather than being opposed to this ubiquitous judgment all, all throughout the religion, they would look at it as, you don't want to feel bad. And there are things that you need to be judged for and the only reason you're not accepting that is because you don't want to feel bad. I'll pipe in on that one. Being being raised Catholic, I essentially learned through, like, all of my years of schooling was through the Catholic school system here. And so each year there's religious studies classes, and you have that five days a week for your 12, 13 years of education. And... Quite often, the conclusion that would go through my mind is that it didn't matter what you did, we're all sinners. And in those eyes, we're all sinners, and therefore, we're all going to need to either repent or go to hell. But even if you do repent, you might still go to hell. So there's a really big disconnect within the ability to actually live to the standard of what that Christian uh, upbringing would would suggest that you have. And I also saw a lot of contradiction within the church as far as how people acted versus what they said. And I mean, I think it happens within any community that people are going to stick with what they know and anything unknown to them is going to be a challenge to understand. And I, and I suppose that, you know, everybody, like you said, finds their home somewhere spiritually and we hope that they do everybody hopes that they can find that but um i don't know what are you thinking joshua uh honestly i was just thinking that i've i'm kind of coming at it from from the opposite spectrum and that i've you know been a, a wandering aspirant you know seeking god uh all of my life um you know for the most part and i'm actually finding um that i get what i need uh and I've just started going recently to a Catholic church, um, you know, and singing in the choir, and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the community, and I'm noticing a lot of changes in the Catholic church on stances that they once had, and that it's becoming more inc uh, inclusionary instead of exclusionary. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I imagine it varies from church to church, but, I mean, I, I believe in Christ, um, and that that it is a, a consciousness and a spirit that, uh, you know, that is embodied and that we are called to embody uh, individually, um, which is to to have that 
that personal relationship and that and that union um, of brotherly love. And um, you know, I, I I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, I've had very very derogatory views of Catholicism in my past and of organized religion in my past, but I've begun, I'm beginning to see the beauty in it as well, the more that I actually understand it instead of coming at it from a, a standoffish attitude, but from a, a standpoint of love and looking at why certain things exist. I feel that, uh, or I find that I'm becoming more uh, accepting and tolerant and in, in, in understanding of, you know, why it is what it is. I'm, I'm definitely not uh, a judgmental person and not, not going to, you know, condemn or... Uh, you know, debase anything that anyone else believes, because this has been a very, as it should be, a very personal journey for me. It's but true. I, I still, what's that? I think that's true for everyone, that it has to be a personal journey. Yeah. And regardless of what way that is, um, and that's why I think that, I think the debate on on people's spirituality, because it's such a personal journey that any journey that's not necessarily like one's own can be threatening. Well, I really, I really enjoy what the Dalai Lama says on the subject. You know, uh, His Holiness is, is that if you want to know what my religion is, my religion is kindness. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that speaks volumes. Regardless Absolutely. of what you believe, regardless of what your faith in or what your faith is in, it's about how you live your life. And are you really living a loving life that uh, isn't, well, I love this person, but not that person, you know, and, and really not allowing those barriers to stand between you and love. And your your relationship with love, as Isaac is often uh, talked about. Being awake 
The sun came up again in the morning glory Rock me to my feet Another day and then this summer cycle Strong but so discreet Yeah, so discreet It's like being awake in a dream It's like being awake in a dream In a dream, it's so serene Somebody thinking that you said this better I could go one way or the other about one of them is that you're finding uh, the changes in, within the Catholic Church and I, I think that that's probably out of necessity not that they're going to have to uh, <laughs> to fire the workers the Vatican the country of Catholicism but there may be a necessity because they're, they're losing so many people because of outdated views I don't want to pick on any, any particular religion but definitely the Vatican is not an example of of uh, people that they're they're meekest and most most communal with God. It's a it's a lot of pageantry, a lot of theater, and uh, and a lot of money. You know, I I wish that all people can open themselves enough to see the commonality and the community, the greater community of spirituality, rather than closing into the minds of being in a specific sect of religion because what? i know i know that that's that's really where people get into trouble or into those judging places is by closing themselves off to the possibilities of the truth being greater than just one idea and i, I think that it's important for you as an individual to just to, to, to follow what feels right and and to, to not do damage to yourself or to others in finding your spiritual home. I mean, I, I do agree that there needs to be, uh, um, there that there should be, should be, you know, a bad word perhaps, um, but more of a move away from, well, you're not part of us, you're not with us, so you're against us, instead of everybody is welcome, you know, no matter what you believe. And that's one of the things that the church that I've been going to, I mean, we have an atheist that sings in our choir, you know, and she's been singing there for a number of years. It's not about, well, you have to accept this dogma or this doctrine. Everybody there is treated with kindness, with openness, regardless of what they believe. And and it's a church. And, and I mean, the real church is the one that lives in the heart and and, and, and where that, that, that wellspring lives in you. A lot of people attach their egos to their religion as well. You know, and so there's that feeling that we're special, we're close to God, and everybody else is beneath us. And I've seen it not only in Christianity, I've seen it, of course, the Muslim fundamentalists, seen it with uh, the Hare Krishna, even when I had uh, dinner at one of their temples, and the guy sounded basically like a Methodist wearing saffron robes, because he was talking, you know, that Krishna is the only way, and the Gita is the only holy book, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It was like being at a... Uh, fundamentalist Christian church. And that said, the other hand of it is that wherever one finds community is wonderful. You know, and that's one of the things that organized religion is great about, is that you have this community of people that uh, during hard times can uh, support each other or that you develop friendships with. But I totally agree with what was said earlier about 
you know, it's kind of a question of personal responsibility because, you know, you can call yourself anything, but if your actions aren't based on what you believe in, then it's just a game, it's a pose. Uh, there's a quote by Meister Eckert that I really like, which is, Sometimes it is our perceptions about God that keep us from experiencing it. That keep us from experiencing it. That keep us from experiencing it.